In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Let me start with a small bit from a brilliant little essay in New York Magazine last week by Lisa Miller. Stuff just, stuff just doesn't get lost the way it used to. In the old days, which is to say fewer than 10 years ago, you might take a wrong turn out of the rental car lot at a large metropolitan airport and find yourself driving around a sketchy part of town, partially panicked and squinting at landmarks. Thanks to GPS, Google Maps, and Google Earth, this doesn't happen anymore. You always know where you are, even in the dark, even at an unfamiliar intersection, even on a mountaintop, or in a basement bar in a foreign city. Thanks to Hopstop, Embark, Yelp, and our friends at Apple, you can always figure out how to get where you need to go. The people you love, you've got their coordinates. Even people you never think about. The little girl you used to babysit for who just checked in at a bookstore in rural Connecticut are continuously plotting their whereabouts on the big social media grid. House keys and eyeglasses still get misplaced, sure. But important things and very large things, like airplanes, don't simply vanish. Important things and very large things, like airplanes, or blind men, or you or I, don't simply vanish until they do. But once they do, then the cruel truth is out again. We are all lost, really. And I'm not sure that I see any difference this morning between the blind man in the Holy Gospel and all of us. And that is just the point today, I think. I do not think that Jesus wants us to see any difference at all between that guy and you and me. That is how Jesus makes this story of being lost and being found our story. Sure, that poor man in the gospel for today was born blind, and his world is certainly different from any of us who were born seeing 2020. But within his own world, I'm not actually sure that he had the sense of being lost. He seems to know his way around Jerusalem, even in the dark. He doesn't have any trouble at all finding his way to the pool of Siloam. Within his own world, he does not seem to have the sense that he is lost. And most days, nor do you or I. Like him, we might take a wrong turn. Sometimes we might stumble. Sometimes we might even fall down. But deep down, we still have this sense that very large and very important things, like airplanes or blind men 
or our next-door neighbor, or our friends, or congregations, or denominations, or cities, or even nations and countries, don't simply vanish until they do. Until today, when Jesus takes the other side of the argument. When Jesus sees that blind man, when Jesus goes to him, when Jesus spits on him, when Jesus heals him, Jesus is lifting his darkness, a darkness that he didn't even know he had. And Jesus is revealing a bright, beautiful, fresh new world now for the first time. That blind man knows exactly where he is. Where he is now is a very, very good place. Jesus protects him from anyone who would try to shame him, even his own disciples. He is not blind because he sinned or because his parents sinned. I think you all remember from last week, we've decided to give up shame for Lent. Then Jesus uses him as a witness to divine love. He's blind so that the works of God may be manifest in him. Jesus embraces him when even his parents sell him out. How did he get healed? Now he sees. He's of age. We don't know. Ask him. And then, gently, Jesus heals his heart. After the Pharisees curse him and abandon him, the blind man comes to say, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Now, for the very first time, the blind man not only knows exactly where he is, but exactly what he is meant for, exactly where he is going. And all of that is what Jesus means by the word judgment in verse 38. For judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. For judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see, see what? What is it that you all are supposed to see this morning? Not just the beauty of the world washed clean in light and love and cross, not just where we are, exactly where we are, but also where we are going again this Lent, to the cross, of course, but then also to the empty tomb, and then to Acts chapter 2, then to the church, to the viva vox of Jesus, to holy baptism, and to the holy Eucharist. Today, Jesus comes into our rather self-confident darkness, reminding us that of ourselves we are certainly lost. We've got GPS, we've got Google Maps, we've got Google Earth, We've got apps and coordinates. We can fly until we can't, until an airplane simply vanishes. And then the jig is up, and once again we are proved weak and broken and lost and uncertain citizens of a very, very cruel world. It is into that darkness 
It is into that death that Jesus comes who is, verse 5, the light of the world. This Lent, once again, Jesus does whatever it takes for us to be found and more to be made completely human. He speaks, he touches, he spits, he heals, he opens, he protects. He gathers, he strengthens, he uses, he embraces. Most of all, he gently embraces even the blind man, even us. Revealing this bright, beautiful, shameless, safe new world called the church. It is where we are right now. But also revealing the forgiven, happy, unlost, the baptized, We're all in it together, friends, and we are all walking home to Siloam. We are all on the way to Eden, not only revealing exactly where we are, but exactly where we are going and why. If you will have it again this morning, then like the blind man, it blesses you. If you won't have it, then you are on your own in your own self-confident darkness like the Pharisees. But I remind you that hell is when God lets you have your own way forever. Don't do that. Don't poke yourself in the eye this morning. Don't blind yourself to the gift that's been given to you here today. Jesus today makes this story your story. You are the lost who have been found. You are the dead who have been raised. You are the outcast who are now family. You are the lonely and the broken, and this morning, by way of the viva vox of Jesus, the living voice, by way of your baptism, by way of his absolution, because of the Holy Eucharist, you have been restored and protected and set on your way home to the promised land. This story is your story. As you go out today, don't simply vanish. Instead, like that blind man, let your own life be a little illustration of divine love and healing. A winsome witness to Jesus who found you and saved you and enlightened you, and now as you go, wants to make very, very good use of you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.